Hi, this is Stephanie, the host of the Empower Your Life podcast. And on this episode, we interview Hillary, one of our physical therapists, and we talk about plantar fasciitis. This is a topic that comes up all the time. We've had quite a few patients come through our office recently. And, you know, it's one of those, those diagnoses that you get where you go onto Facebook and you put, hey, I have these problems. What can I do? And you have 25 different ideas of things that that could help with your plantar fasciitis and it's really um you know there's a lot of things that could create plantar fasciitis and it's not just one thing that you do and this is why coming to a specialist and really honing in to figure out what that one thing or two things or three things that are going on with you um that could be creating some of this um and how we would be able to resolve that quickly so that's the that's why you want to get to a specialist that really understands this to learn more about how we could help you. And that's what we're going to be talking about in this podcast is all the different things that could go wrong um, that you could be doing that could be creating some of your problems with plantar fasciitis. So check out this podcast. And at the end, make sure you go down to the bottom and click on um, the bottom where you can actually get a free discovery visit with our specialists to learn more about Um, what's going on with your foot. So make sure that um, if you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area that you click on that link. This is the Empower Your Life podcast, where you can find some of the best health and life tips to keep you active and living life without having to go through surgeries, procedures, and medications. We want to give you hope that it is possible as the body has an amazing ability to heal if we give it the right environment. Stay tuned to the end of this podcast to hear a very special offer. Without a further ado, let's get started. Hey guys, my name is Stephanie. I'm with Empower Physical Therapy. And today we have Hillary um, that we're going to talk with. And um, we're, the topic's going to be plantar fasciitis. It's a topic that we have been getting a lot of patients coming in our door that have this type of condition. And it's something that has been really mismanaged. And one of the things that I always see on Facebook is someone will post in the running group or in any kind of just, you know, out on Facebook in general and say like, I have plantar fasciitis. What are some of the things that help? And you have this long list of like 50 people making comments on this helps, this works, try this, try this. And so like what really does work with plantar fasciitis and what is some of the research say and um and how can we how can you know when you go to someone that they're actually going to be able to help you because you hear these horrible stories that people have had it for years and years and years and there's nothing that you can do and they've tried orthotics and that didn't fully resolve it and um and there's just a lot of components to it that you have to look at in order to get that resolution and that's really what we're going to talk about today so let's um let's talk about like what are typically people feel when they have plantar fasciitis? Where do they feel it? What are some of the common things they have a hard time doing? Yeah. So, um, it's going to be really like weight bearing activities where you're standing, walking, um, and the kind of, um, the, the main area is right in that, that heel. So you're going to feel it in kind of the medial side or right in the center of that heel. And that's the attachment point of that plantar fascia. That tends to be where people feel it the most. And then you can also feel it down into kind of into the arch area as well. But we hear people describe it as like a stabbing pain, like a knife is just like stabbing it in their heel when they're walking, which is super uncomfortable. Um, And, you know, if you want to stay active and keep moving and, um, you know, that it can be debilitating. So it's really important to figure out like what is causing this and um, getting into the why. So um, 
a lot of times um, you'll, you'll look online, what should I do for it? Okay. There's a ton of foot stretching and okay, ice this. Um, Those are two but, common things. They're rolling the eyes but, and here's the stretch that you need to do, which yeah. doesn't work. <laughs> so um, it's, it's, you know, it really comes down to there, there. A lot of the research is now showing that there's a blood flow issue to the plantar fascia. And so when there's, there's an attachment at that heel area, um, we need to continually get blood flow to that area to support the stress that we're putting on it on a daily basis. When we're walking, um, jogging, if we've increases, increased our load at all, like if you've just started running or something like that. So um, some things that can contribute to the decrease in blood flow are actually the shoes that we're wearing. So that's kind of the number one thing that I would look at is, okay, what do you wear on a daily basis? Did you change your shoe wear off? Like, did you stop wearing this shoe and change to a different shoe? Does it hurt when you wear a certain shoe? Um, and the things that we look for in a shoe are, what does that toe box look like? So the front of the shoe, is it very narrow? Is it constricting the toes? Um, if we're changing what our toes are doing and squeezing on the toes, that affects the blood flow, actually pinches onto an artery, um, restricting the blood flow to your plantar fascia. So we need to be able to like spread our toes. <laughs> shoes. That's one main thing. Um, and then another thing too is, is the, um, the, the toe spring. So is the shoe pushing your toes up really high? Um, or is your shoe super elevated um, in the heel? So some things like that um, can cause our foot to lose that blood flow and really stretch out the whole bottom of the foot and pull on that plantar fascia. Yeah, and there's times too, like it's similar to like you have an Achilles tendonitis type thing. Um, same same kind of concepts happen there. You have some injuries within that that tendon. So the the plantar fascia, it's a fascia. It's not actually a muscle. It's a fascia. And when you have some injuries there, you also that where that injury is doesn't have good blood flow and they, and it becomes almost degenerative. Is kind of what they they say. But there's ways that you can actually. Um, put some tension through it to get it to um, start improving that blood flow. Um, and that's, I know, another thing that we'll be talking about um, with some of the things that we look at and helping people get back beyond the shoes and stuff like that. So talk about more, what are some of the other things that we look at to help people with plantar fasciitis that we have to address? Yeah. So, I mean, definitely kind of manually, we restore that blood flow. And that's something that people have done, you know, roll out the bottom of your foot. That's actually one really good thing that will continue to help getting the blood flow, warming up the area to that, that area of the foot. That's a little bit, um, degenerative, um, and, and spark that healing. So we will do some manual therapy there. Um, but then also looking at, um, your foot posture and how your ankle is moving too. So if the joint the tissue and then also the joint, um, if those aren't moving well, we have to get them moving. Um, so I like to kind of think of the plantar fascia as a rubber band. So if your foot is um, relaxed and you're, you're just hanging out, you're not even weight bearing, um, it's going to be loose. When we start putting weight through it, it starts to become taut and tightened. That's a good thing. We need that because this plantar fascia actually supports your arch and it controls how your foot moves in and out. So we need that to happen. Um, 
but so that's kind of pulling on the band at both ends, right? Um, but we need to make sure that we're getting the right amount of movement in the ankle as well as in that plantar fascia. And if we're getting, if we don't have enough movement in the ankle, it can cause um, more, more stress on our plantar fascia. So looking at that. Um, and then also the calf, the calf can be really, really tight and pull on the opposite end of the heel, um, causing more tension on the plantar fascia. So ultimately we wanna eliminate some of that tension that's, that's occurring. Yeah, really changing the mechanics. And I think that's the piece that people miss um, we talk about it all the time with a lot of issues in, in the body is that people miss that mobility phase, which is how do the joints move? What does it look above and below of whatever we're having issues with? Because if you can't actually get the joint to move, then it's going to change your mechanics. You're not going to get things to be able to fire. You're going to be putting pressure on things that shouldn't be, you shouldn't be putting pressure on. It's not used to being having pressure there. And you're going to continually have, have problems even after doing the manual work and, and of doing soft tissue and those kind of things and strengthening that, that kind of phase. Then once we get things moving, what are, would be some of what, what is, what's the next phase? So then it would be looking at, okay, where's their weakness? Um, a lot of times there's weakness in the plantar intrinsic. So the, the little muscles in the bottom of our foot, um, a lot of um, people have a hard time actually like stabilizing their foot through their big toe. Um, so looking at the big toe is something that we would definitely address. Um, and then once you can figure out how to activate and work some of the, the bottom of the foot muscles in maybe a non-weight bearing position, learning how to to load it and, and do that with like some single leg work and figuring it out how to stabilize and get those little muscles to control and work for you um, with a higher level of activity. And also through movement patterns, like if you're squatting or um, you know doing more functional um, lifting for work or something like that, learning how to um, turn those muscles on in your foot. Yeah. And then really kind of that last phase is really getting people back to activity. And a lot of times that, um, which just frustrates me to no end, especially with doctors, it's like, they'll put people in boots. They'll, they'll do some, here's some general strengthening exercises. Oh, you're fine. You can do, you can walk as long as you want to walk. Well, no, you've got to, that, that'd be like telling people, um, yeah, you don't need to train for a marathon. Just go out and run 26 miles. Your body's going to be like, what the heck did you do to me? I hurt so bad. Well, the same thing is with this, you have an injury and you've got to train your body to get back to some of the activities that you want to get back to. So give us some examples of like maybe a runner or someone that wants to walk to go on vacation. Like what are, what, what does that look like? Well, so you're going to have to slowly progress the loading. Um, we want to make sure that we're not overdoing, but we're not underdoing it. So um, this, this, this plantar fasciitis is the plantar fascia is like a ligament kind of um, attaching into the heel. So we want to actually load it um, to build it up, but we don't want to overdo it. So slowly, um, you know, going on a program where you're, you're walking for, um, five minutes and then, then, you know, into uh, the next phase would be adding a couple minutes onto that and just seeing how you feel not only after the activity, but like the next day too, um, and making sure that you're able to recover well. So it's a kind of, it can be individual for everyone too. It's not like a, um, yeah, everybody needs to do this. So um, that's when we will work with you and, and help you figure that out and guide you um, for, for your own ind individual program. 
Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing is that everyone's different. So like some people we don't have to do some things for and others, others we do. And so that's really where that evaluation piece comes into play. And um, I always tell people like, yeah, you can go and Google exercises and YouTube stuff and, and that's great, but is it going to be right for you? And is it that the right order that you need to do it in? Um, and how much time are you wasting doing that? Wouldn't you rather get back as quickly as possible? I don't know how, how many patients would like we've had in the past that said, I wish I came here sooner um, so that they could have gotten back sooner, that they didn't wait as long. And I always tell people, you know what? We're on our own journey. You might not have been ready to, to hear what we had to say back then. So, it, you know, when, when it's right for you is right for you when you, when you find us. But um, this is definitely some really good tips to um, really look at to make sure that even if you don't live in Dallas, you can't make it into our office, you can at least go and use this to as a, as a source to see like, what are other people doing? Do you know if you're going to be in the right place or not? And are they going to really be able to help you? So thank you so much um, for this. This was awesome, awesome information. Yeah, of course. And come see us if you have any, any problems with your feet or give us a call. Yep. And we do a free discovery visits, which is like a, a 30 minute sit down consultation where we can sit down and learn more about what's going on with you, what you've tried and um, what are some of the things that we would look at as well. So um, just make sure that um, you find us that way and we'll get you in. Hey, y'all, I'm Catherine, Client Relations Manager of Empower Physical Therapy. If you have any questions on any of our topics or want additional information, click on the link below. We will get the information to one of our specialists and get back to you soon.